for me, when I start feeling overwhelmed, it's all about getting back to the basics, right? Not the 200 things that I talked about, but basics such as, am I getting your rest? What's in my control again, right? There's so many things that are outside of our control right now that's really easy to get spooled up on. So I focus on what's in my control. Welcome to the Say Yes to Life podcast. Here at CrossFit Advantage, we believe that life is a team sport where every person, no matter who you are, is the most valuable player in the game. We strive to be humble, hungry, happy, and helpful, and our mission is to improve quality of life through health, fitness, community, and connection. Welcome back to the Say Yes to Life podcast. It's been a minute and we are so excited to be back. We're shaking things up a bit and doing a mini season. The theme of this mini series is Success Sunday. So you may have seen some of those snippets on Instagram, but now we get to dive in a little deeper and do a little series of episodes, all with the theme of setting yourself up for success for this next season of life. So things like recommitting to your habits, doing a self-audit of your values and embracing discomfort, all those good things. And I'm back with a very special guest, one of my favorite humans and role models of intentional living, Angelina Rybachuk. Angelina, how are you? I am so excited to be back. I know we're virtual right now, but it's just, it's good to see your face again and hear your voice. So we got a lot of good things to get to, so we'll jump right in. So first theme I'd love to talk about is recommitting to your habits. So you and I were texting about how we are almost in Q4. Crazy. I feel like 2021 has just flown by. I feel like it was just the beginning of summer, but I was looking up Q4 starts on October 1st, and that is really right around the corner. So I want to take a little bit of time to reflect on the last season. Like what has gone well for you, Angelina, in Q3. Just kind of catch us up. Tell me how things are going. Yeah, definitely. I know one of the topics we've always talked about is just reflection. And often we're just running, we're off to the next thing, but reflection is so key to do. And so for me, um, there's been a lot of great things and I love writing things down. And so once I reflect, I have even more, I'm like, wow, yeah, no wonder it's feeling busy. There's a lot of things that have been done. Um, And I feel like sometimes if we don't sit down and do that reflection, you're kind of thinking like, well, what am I doing? Is it linked to my values? So the reflection is really, really key to do. So for me, a couple of things, Gosh, we are being more intentional with our kiddos. So doing more mind, body, and soul time. So uninterrupted time with the kids, like taking them to the park and one-on-one. And that has been so good for me personally as a mom as well. I am doing a one-year devotional. I am on week 36 out of 52. And I am very proud of that. Just making that big commitment and sticking uh, to that consistently, working on that. Victor and I decided to do 15 adventures for our 15 year anniversary. And so um, this month we went to Herb Farm and had a fabulous dinner together and did some reflection of like, how are we celebrating such a milestone as 15 years being married? So that was really neat. And overall, really just from a CrossFit perspective, just really happy to continue to be very consistent um, there. And um, just figuring out, how movement has been just so impactful 
in my way of thinking and overall mental health as well. So I'll, I'll, I'll share more um, on that, but it's been, it's been a busy, busy quarter. Yeah, that's amazing, Angelina. Thank you for sharing that. And congratulations on 15 years, uh, 15 year anniversary. And I love the, the 15 adventures thing. Do you, what are some of your other adventures you have planned? Gosh, there's definitely a few that are tied to the topic of seeking discomfort. I will tell you that. Uh, some I've shared with my 3 p.m. class that <laughs> I'm a little nervous about. Ideally, I would love to go skydiving. It makes me so nervous even just pronouncing it and just like getting it out. But I think it would be such a amazing experience. And I also want to do a hot air balloon. Um, but in between that, spr are sprinkled a couple things like I've never done a hot yoga. How does that feel? I want to try that out. Um, and then there's those uh, re relaxation pods, um, I think in Mill Creek. And I was like, oh, I've never done that. I want to do that. So we just brainstormed a list of different things and then just circled a few that we both agreed on. And there was a 15, um, you know, theme uh, tied to that. I love that. And I love how specific it is to 15 years, 15 adventures. And it sounds like you have some that are big and some that are small, you know, like big <laughs> skydiving. Also, please let us know if you do that. I want, we might have to do a full bonus episode on that. And also just things you can do on a Friday afternoon, like go relax in a little relaxation pod. All good things. Okay. Uh, next question is, what is one habit you've committed to this year that has helped you succeed? Yeah. Um, overall, the habit that has really helped me is just the habit of movement. And what I mean by that is that this year has been a lot of movement in my life of just us going and living in other states, um, traveling, but really what remained to be consistent is, okay, if I am now in Florida, if I am now in Tulum, Mexico, wherever I am, how does movement look like where I'm at? It looks different because there's not a nearby um, CrossFit, but from a movement perspective, what, you know, what can I do where I'm at? Absolutely. I was just going to ask you to clarify, do you mean moving physically across the country? Moving your body. Moving overall. your body. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, definitely moving your body. And so for someone who likes structure and organization, CrossFit works beautifully for me, but I also am learning how to have more grace with myself and how to be okay with some uncertainty. Um, because when I go to a new place, there's probably not a CrossFit that's, you know, 10 minutes away from me the way it is now. Right. So I've embraced cycling. I've embraced, you know, running on a treadmill twice. I ran on a treadmill for 60 minutes. No I don't way. I am so yeah, proud of you. <laughs> it was insane. I was so proud of myself. And I feel like yeah. it's important along the way to do those things where you're just you're, you're doing it for yourself and you're proud of yourself. That's one of the things we're teaching uh, my daughter, Aria, not to just for us to constantly say, Hey, we're proud of you. But when she's seek some discomfort when she tries a new food or, or she's brave in something, I've noticed her say, mommy, I'm proud of myself. And I think that's an important thing. I feel like throughout this year, there's been a lot of change, a lot of things going on, but many of us should take the moment to reflect and be proud of how far we've come and that we just continue to take one step after the next. 100%. And I appreciate what you just said about movement because in a perfect world, you know, it's CrossFit five or six days a week and you're going to your 3 p.m. class every day. But 
life gets a little more complicated sometimes. And I feel what you're saying, like we're about to go to New Jersey, to the East Coast for a week. And I don't know if there's going to be a CrossFit gym like right next to our Airbnb, but sometimes you have to appreciate the little things like going for a long walk or, you know, maybe sneaking in a little 10 minute AMRAP in your hotel room. Just be proud of yourself for making movement a habit and you always feel better when you do, you know, and there's, you know, I was talking to my mom about this recently, like, you know, just be grateful that you can move your body every day, even if it's in smaller capacities. And I have never, uh, I don't think I've ever run for a full hour on the treadmill, but uh, good for you. I'm proud of you. For I'm like, I, that was back in high school, maybe once, but this is great. <laughs> yes. But you always feel so much better after you do, right? Yeah. Okay. And then I want to talk about feeling overwhelmed. So you and I, Angelina, talked a couple months ago about feeling overwhelmed and maybe a lot of people are experiencing experiencing this right now. Maybe you're starting a new job or dealing with a sick parent or your kids are going back to school and there's just a million things you're stressed about and there's so many things on your to-do list you have yet to get to. So my question is when you're feeling overwhelmed, how can habits help us stay focused and grounded? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a time that I felt, (laughs) I feel like multiple times actually throughout this year, that feeling of overwhelming and the um, initial high of January where I'm like, I'm going to do these 200 things, Um, you know, and, and I'm on this high and then life hits you and sometimes it's, you know, great things and other times it's more challenging um, things. And so for me, uh, the topic of, you know, values uh, comes to mind, but really it's all about, for me, when I start feeling overwhelmed, it's all about getting back to the basics, right? Not the 200 things that I talked about, but basics such as, am I getting your rest? What's in my control again, right? There's so many things that are outside of our control right now that's really easy to get spooled up on. So I focus on what's in my control, Uh, my control, (laughs) sleep, mostly is in my control, unless my toddler wakes up. Uh, Drinking water is in my control, right? Movement is in my control and making uh, and scheduling that in, right? So that's very important. So going back to the basics is the first thing to do when you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, And then going back again, as you simplify, tying those things to your values. So for me, initially, maybe I added, you know, 10 things under family or friends that I wanted to do. And you know, we are in August, maybe it needs to be less than that, right? So I need to reevaluate and kind of reshift a few things. And uh, so for me, even like the definition of success, sometimes I have to change what it was back in January, I need to adjust that a little bit more. So for me, an example that comes to mind is during the Hero Wad, um, that wad that had the four mile run. And when the the workouts were even announced, I'm like, I'm coaching myself because I'm not a runner overall. That's not just something that I do, but I'm like, okay, your success definition is keep a pace that you can be consistent at to finish the four miles. Your definition is whatever that is for you, just not stopping. And so once I clarified it for myself, it was like, okay, I could understand what that is. And I just kept going even though sometimes I feel like I wanted to, you know, cry and just be like, how will I get through this? The simplicity of that goal is like, just keep moving, 
keep a pace, don't stop, um, really helped. Um, a couple of things also, I was really reflecting on this, uh, feeling overwhelmed. I know previously we talked about creating a joy list and really doing more things from that. And so when I feel overwhelmed, I go to my joy list and it's the simple things of a quiet walk or a hot shower or whatever that is that really relaxes you. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, an item or two off your joy list is within your reach. And so how can you implement some of that in your day to just calm you down, show you that, you know, there's momentum, there's things that you've taken care of, and not to get overwhelmed by, by everything else. So getting back to the basics, connecting things to the values, your joy, um, joy list, and then sometimes even having an accountability buddy or someone you can just go on a walk with and say, you know what, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed and just ability to share or confide in someone really also helps unpack some of the heaviness that you may be feeling. So those are a couple of like maybe more practical things that I've done and I continue to do when I feel overwhelmed. Absolutely. Something you shared with me a while back was when I told you I was like feeling really overwhelmed with all the transitions and I was feeling like I had no sense of routine and, you know, I made a list of all the habits that I wanted to perfectly accomplish, you know, and I think sometimes it's easy to overwhelm yourself with all of the expectations you put on yourself. Like mm -hmm. there are, you know, you can make a list of 200 habits, but how realistic is that to stick to all of them? And so you told me, Hey, Lauren, like when you're feeling overwhelmed, like pick two to three habits, keep it simple, keep two to three habits that you can stick to. And no matter what else happens, like if you can stick to those, like you will get through it, you know, you will stay grounded like one day at a time. And so I was, um, I was in Mexico and I was like, I, you know, I, I missed my routine, but I was like, okay, what can I do? What are two to three things I can do? And I literally said, okay, every day I'm on vacation, I'm going to drink two bottles of water. I'm going to read 10 pages and I'm going to floss my teeth. <laughs> and they sound really simple, but that's what helped me stay grounded when I was out of my typical environment, you know? And mm -hmm. so sometimes it, Sounds kind of silly, but sometimes you just have to pick a few things that you can stick to. Um, and then I also like what you said about holding yourself accountable by having a buddy too. Can we talk about uh, a little bit more about accountability? Um, how can you hold yourself accountable to sticking to those two or three habits? Yeah, so for me, it's just making things visible. And I know previously we talked about how I'm such a visual learner. And so for me, I have where I work and spend Monday through Friday. I have my little vision board of just visions and things that I talk about, uh, things that I plan for, pictures of my husband and my kids. And on there, I have the intentional life and what it means to live an intentional life. So for me, make it visual, whatever you're after, right? So from an accountability perspective, I'll look to that and I'm like, okay, there's a couple of areas in the quarter before I didn't do so well on what can I do? And the main thing for me is once I make it visual is to schedule things in. And I know we talked about it before. And sometimes it's like, Angelina, you're too robotic or whatever, right? Like to schedule things. But I also know how quickly my days fly by. And so if we don't sit down, like on Sunday, we sit down, Victor and I, and we're like, okay, what's happening this week? Um, what are some things that just absolutely need to occur? What are some things that 
um, you know, we committed to hosting a dinner, we committed to doing date nights, who's going to take on what, right? So that way, when you feel overwhelmed with that, it's like, as if it's all on your shoulders, I'm able to uh, share some of that responsibility and say, okay, I'll schedule date night for this week. Can you cover next week? And um, we're able to do that. So making things visual, um, share it with the people that you love that can help you in scheduling some of that. Um, and then, you know, accountability too. One of the things that I wanted to talk about that I learned recently is a, a question. So at work, we do these check-in questions before we start because it's so hard working in a virtual environment and some of the small talk that maybe happened before in the uh, office environment is not necessarily happening as much when you're virtual. And so the check-in question really allows us to get to know the team a little bit more. And the check-in question I asked was a lot about when you set a goal and you meet it, how do you celebrate? And out of 10, 12 people that were on the call, everyone's like, that's such a good question. I don't do that. I just move on to the next thing. And so often what happens when we don't take the time from an accountability perspective to truly uh, first feel that we've accomplished something, um, our brain is like, well, why am I fighting for this next big thing that you're after if we don't even take the time to realize what we've accomplished to date? And so um, there's a coach, an executive coach that did a ceremony type activity where you're able to talk through about how much you accomplished for this particular initiative and how did you partner with others. And it really allowed me time to just like soak in the accomplishment. And so that really helps also from an accountability perspective, uh, because I feel like you said, Lauren, a lot of it is we set these extreme expectations on ourselves and it's often not even other people, but it's the high expectations we have of ourselves that often just needs a little bit of a, of a check-in of, you know, how realistic that is. But then also, are you celebrating accomplishments along the way? I'm sure now that we're in, you know, August 19th, there's a lot that has happened that we probably did not um, celebrate along the way that we just need to, to allow our body to just have that win and then get that energy to ride to the next goal that we're setting for ourselves. I love that. I think it's so easy to just constantly be hustling toward that next goal, but how often do we say, Hey, I did that and take time to reflect and celebrate the wins along the way. And maybe it's not just the huge wins like that promotion or buying the house or getting the new car. Maybe it's things like, hey, I really connected with someone mm -hmm. at work today. Like that is something to celebrate. So I love what you said about taking time to reflect and celebrate. And that energy can help motivate us into the next season. So, all right, we have so much more to talk about, but we will get to more exciting topics on the next mini episode, but we're going to call it for today. So if you're listening, take some time to reflect on the last quarter and think about what have you, what has gone well for you? What can you celebrate? And we will see you soon. All right. Thanks, Angelina. Thanks.